Hello my friend, I'm Abby Caparas, host of The Decisive Life and founder of Ethics for Work and Life. And I'm honored to be your decision coach today to help you become a better person by making better decisions every day. I believe that we arrive at crossroads, we face dilemmas, we get at decision moments for a reason, and it is up to us to face them with serenity and courage and most of all, gratitude. I focus on how to deal with regrets. It could be regrets most of the time about your decisions or decision outcomes. So I think this is something really normal that sometimes we decide to do something like a project and after some time we regret spending so much time or little time in it. Other times we say we won't get into a particular venture only to find out that once we have decided to go into it, we're a bit late. We actually lost a lot of opportunity and many of our friends who got into it, they're earning a lot. So we have regretted losing that opportunity to be there. Regrets could be at the cognitive level and at the emotional level. So at the cognitive level, we might be spending so much time thinking, we should have done this, we should not have done this. We could know that we have missed an opportunity. At other times, regrets could manifest at the emotional level. We get stomach ache, headache, we cannot eat. Sometimes we get upset without physical symptoms at all. We're just thinking of the bad outcomes of our decisions, or we are thinking of, I really have missed this opportunity. So whatever we have regretted could remain at the cognitive level or at the emotional level. And you might think, how come Avik is talking about this only now? Well, because somehow I have decided I could help people with making decisions and regrets would really come as a consequence of making decisions. So it's really like forewarning you that if you really are very intentional about making good decisions, then be prepared that you will meet regrets. Okay, so this is one way for me to somehow cushion the bad effect or the bad consequences of having those regrets. It's really forewarning you that it can happen. So these are like advanced advice for you. Also, regrets may take a short time. It can take a long time. For some, it can take half a day. We can spend some time, some morning, sipping coffee, thinking about it or talking about it to a close friend, getting some consolation in the process. Okay, no problem. It has happened. Or regrets can take years. Like in my case, for example, I was taking care of my mother and we were in a condo. I was bringing her every day for radiation in, I think that's called St. Luke's Global. And then at a certain time, she was saying, I want to go back to Malolos. I want to go home. And I, since I was alone then, I was not with my siblings. I was, of course, thinking my siblings would also agree with me that it's much better that she gets the radiation. But after a day, after so much pain throughout the night, she had a heart attack. We rushed her to the hospital and she didn't make it. So when I think about it, sometimes there's that regret. In the end, I know my mother is not anymore in pain. So I have really, in my imagination, better memories of her enjoying life and much more now in the other life. So again, regrets might take a short time. It can take a long time, especially in cases of related to the death of someone you love. Like, for example, you regret not being able to come back earlier. And with the current COVID situation, you still have to stay in a hotel. You were not able to see your father alive. So it could give you that regret. I could have come home earlier. 
knowing that there are these protocols, it's not like before. So we can go into those for a longer period of time. So I really would like to give you my ideas and my own personal experience about regrets. This is really important for me as, again, I'm helping people right now to make better decisions, to improve in their decision-making skills. It's really forewarning them that regrets can happen. So I really wanted to give you some of my tips so that you're more prepared, so that you will have less regrets or you will spend less time regretting things. But actually, it's really normal as long as we live. I think only dead people have no regrets. And we are living beings. Of course, we can go to the cemetery and we can imagine the regrets of all the dead people. Probably we're thinking they regret that they have not accomplished their dreams in their lifetime. But it's actually we, living beings, feeling that, hoping to avoid perhaps that eventuality that we die also without being able to accomplish our dreams, that we die with regrets. So we reflect on death and spend time in the cemetery doing that much needed reflection to really get us out of our inertia, to really make us be more decisive, to take action so that we could minimize regrets later on. Psychologists would say there are basically two things, the regret for what you have chosen, what you have decided, and the regret for your inaction. You did not choose, you did not decide. On the first, it could happen that you have decided to invest all of your extra income in the stocks of company B. For example, you have chosen between company A, B, and C, and then only to find out that company A was more profitable. So you regret the outcome of your choice, the lost opportunity to earn that higher income for your investment. Some experts would say that regret over an action could last only for a short time. And the regret over an inaction would persist longer. And somehow I could understand that if we relate it to some specific examples, like not spending sufficient time with the children, not trying to save a broken relationship, not being able to apologize. So that regret could be in the long term. In the short run, there could be a regret over the choice of the color of the car. I could say it may last only for a short time because you will be using the car and somehow you get over that regret by looking at the other cars and you might say, well, this gray color is not as bad as the silver color that I wanted. So in the end, as you start using the car, the regret might not persist. Five tips on how to deal with regrets. The first is learn from that experience. The regret is like to really be disappointed and to really get annoyed about what happened. So go back and reflect what are the choices that you've made? How did you decide on it? So it is possible that you could have, for example, in terms of our example of investment, you could have consulted someone, an expert, before you have gotten into such a huge investment or like you could have spent one more week to study the stock market. You could have consulted, perhaps not exactly an expert, but someone like a, a friend who could have more experience, a little bit more experience than you when it comes to stocks. Somebody said that when you make a mistake once, okay, that's a mistake. When you have made the mistake twice, then that's already a decision. So decide right now to learn from what has happened so that later on, at least you can minimize that. You really learn from that rather than dwelling on probably the lost opportunity, the lost income, not being able to get that greater income if you have invested in company A instead, that could be a waste of time. 
Convert that actively into learning opportunities. Really take time to reflect what could be improved next time. It may not be in investments as you might not have more money, but it could be in other important choices, in other significant choices like career or relationships. So something as significant as that investment, you don't want, again, another bad decision in the sense that you could have done better. Okay? So sometimes out of sympathy for the person suffering the regrets, we could advise her to change gear right away. I've heard other experts actually saying, either you regret or you change. But in terms of change, we have to be very particular about it. It's not total change. A little bit of change could be trying to come up with better alternatives, like say, for example, I'll wait for another month and then I'll liquidate or I'll wait until I'm not going to lose money liquidating the investment. Don't stay too much in the two-option dilemma. You don't stay in either you waste time in your regrets or you change your life. It's a bit radical, no? I really like simple changes, little changes, like, for example, I could propose more solution, a little bit more solution, like dwelling on what has occurred, to learn from it, not exactly changing right away. In the end, of course, we could suffer in the process because we could see, we could feel our annoyance, our regrets, but you can take it as part of repentance, for example, or, I don't know, being able to concretize a way to meet with people that probably you need to apologize to or making up for an action. At the same time, avoiding the either-or situation, coming up with other options could make you a little bit more creative, at the same time courageous enough to really face what has happened, the negative consequences, and to review them again, what actually brought them about. So we really know where to improve in future decision-making. It's like I'm really trying to dwell on this because that's very important. Many experts could say, love yourself, forget about it. But it doesn't have to happen always if we are courageous enough to reflect on it, really face the situation. We cannot be so fast that we don't reflect anymore. I think reflecting on it could actually be called due diligence, really trying to maximize the learning opportunity in that situation. The second tip to deal with regrets about your decision is to be realistic and less idealistic when you dwell on what could have been. The ideal outcome could have been, okay, ideal, because really it's the best that could have happened, but it did not happen, no? So what we can do is to think that we cannot undo it. You know, only in computer, while you're typing, you can click here, my keyboard, control Z. The things that we cannot undo, we just have to face them, face the reality. Don't waste your time thinking what could have happened, what could have transpired, unless, of course, you really want to learn from it. Then again, you really have to face it. But being realistic is, okay, consider what has happened as the reality is the constraint for future decision-making. It's not anymore an option. It's really something that you have to face. But of course, you know, the memory is not our best friend in this situation. We could go back to the past events and we could, um, we could think, we could have chosen better. I could have chosen a better career. So we just have to accept the situation, accept the present. And the future decision could be better once we have become more realistic. So the third tip is really to connect with your true emotions. You could actually get the advice to just laugh off your mistake. I've, I've heard this. I've heard this. So I think it really depends on if it's a big regret, if it's a significant regret, if it's a big mistake. For example, if you lost a significant amount of money and 
people can actually doubt your mental health if you just laugh off that situation. But then there are other things. Uh, for example, I regretted not wearing my eyeglasses. And one day I was walking in a friend's house and I didn't realize that it was a glass sliding panel. And I thought, well, someone is wearing the same trousers, the same color, the same slippers. So I bumped my head. And of course, I made light of it. Every time I remember that, I would be laughing. So it's a small thing that happened. It's really laughable. But laughing at yourself cannot apply to all situations, okay? The fourth tip is to love your uniqueness. Avoid taking comfort in anonymity that you are actually just one of the two million people who have regressed in their life. But in a way, it can help because you might say, I'm not the only one. It could lighten the bad emotions as you're experiencing it. In a sense, it's shared when you know that many are in the same situation. But remember that this particular regret that you have is your particular mistake or error, the thing that has happened to you. And actually, just to get you out of that bandwagon, you can actually write a whole book about it. Don't accept to be just a paragraph in a collection of two million stories about that particular regret. I'm saying that you can have your own unique learning experience from that. You have specific characteristics, nuances of that particular purchase decision that probably you share with 2 million people. But then again, there could be some learning opportunities from that. Okay, so love your achievements. At the same time, love your mistakes. No one is perfect. Okay, so my last tip to deal with regrets is this. Embrace your choices. Embrace your decisions, like be like the painter who signs his name on the painting. Affix your signature to your mistakes, to your decisions. Well, first of all, affix your signature to your decisions without thinking of if ever that will be a mistake in the future. No, affix your signature always to all your actions, to all your decisions. Every decision that you make is you. It may have been a good decision. It may have been a bad decision, but still, it's your decision. I would say you are your own choices. You recall that saying that you are known for the people you choose to be with? You are known for what you eat also. And now that the election is coming, you are who you choose. Again, you might say, ah, because into election mode. But the thing is, it's in the atmosphere. So sometimes when I reflect, I can relate it to what's happening right now, that you are your choice. You are your decision. Embrace your decisions. Okay? This is all for now. I hope that you have learned from this. And you will be able to be prepared to have regrets in life and you know how to deal with them. Again, the basic thing is really learn from your mistakes, learn from what has happened. You can dwell in the regrets because somehow it can be a form of atonement, but not too much. Don't ruminate on that and really go forward, making sure that that mistake will not happen again. Deciding to really improve your decisions. So I hope you learned from these five tips. I hope you learned from this training on regrets. And you are forewarned that as you try to improve in your decision-making, you will still encounter regrets. I mean, you will not be always having the best decisions, the best outcomes. It will not happen because no one is perfect. No one is a perfect decision-maker. But where I can help you is really with these five tips so that you will learn to live with regrets. Okay, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Decisive Life. If you liked it, take a screenshot of this podcast, share it, and the link to this episode to three of your friends today. Post it in social media and use the hashtag The Decisive Life. Until the next episode, my friend, be good. Be good.